Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Phantom No Danny with Simone. Today we've got a very special guest. Jess is with us. She's a social work major, freshman at UNCG. We're super excited to have you on. I'm excited. Alright, so I know you have like a haunted house story and like a haunted town story, really. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so the background of the town, it's Holly Springs. It's a very small town. It's right outside of Raleigh. It's about 20 minutes away, mm-hmm. um, farther down south. And the town itself, it's pretty small. Nothing really much happens there. Uh, but back, way back when, um, we did have like Tuscora Indians and that kind of thing did inhabit the area. Mm-hmm. But... Um, again, I don't have really any Indian stories. I've never had any Native American ghosts walk by. It's more of the Civil War kind of stuff that's happened. Okay. So, um, particularly when the Civil War happened, Holly Springs was obviously a small town. Uh, it was like a general store and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Your basic stuff. Um, and there was Pickett's Charge that was there. Pickett's Charge was a battle from the Civil War. Uh, where 14 commanding officers had died, and out of 881 men, 81 made it out alive. Wow, so 800 guys died yeah. during Pickett's Charge. That's yep. a lot, especially for such a small area. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty gruesome. You know, it's a very bloody battle. It's not, you know, it's not particularly fun to fight a war. <laughs> so you can obviously see there's probably a lot of negative energy around there. Definitely. So after, during that time, there was also, it's definitely a Confederate town and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's this place called the Afford Mims House, where uh, Miss Mims, her husband was off fighting the war, and Union soldiers came to ransack the house and, you know, kill her and, you know, mm-hmm. kick it. And now she hated the Yankees, but she loved this house more than anything. So she, through her charm, managed to get the uh, Union soldiers to leave, uh, but they took her chickens, which, I mean, she was pretty pissed about that. Bad. I would have been more mad if they killed me. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but uh, to this day, her spirit, we think, still haunts that house in wow. Holly Springs. That's see, so cool. And you'll see, like, a woman in white on the top of the stairs, and this was also a house, that kind of like the Winchester Mystery House, where that house was uh, kept adding on to and on to. Yeah, and for those who don't know, the Winchester Mystery House is like, it's in California, right? I think so. Yeah, it's in California, and this woman who probably dealt with some mental health issues, but also ghosts mm-hmm. in her house, she like added on a bunch of different like stairways that go nowhere, doors that open to like the outside of the house on like the second or third floor, mm-hmm. like all of these crazy things to ward away the ghosts. But yeah, like they were going to get lost in there or something. Yeah, it was like a crazy labyrinth. And you can still go there. Mm-hmm. I think so. But you might have to like go in there illegally, which I'm not recommending. But <laughs> I don't recommend that either. I know particularly like ghost hunters, ghost adventurers, they'll go in there and do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think they need to have like special permission from Definitely. the owners to do that. Because usually they also lock them in like all night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just like, you're pretty brave for doing that, because I wouldn't do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get to your house. My house. My house is fun. It's a small <laughs> house. It was a starter family home for my mom, my dad, my little brother, and I. I was three years old when we bought the house, and my brother was just born a couple months prior to us uh, buying the house. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, I don't remember much happening from three years old because your brain just can't remember anything from that time. 
But once I was like five and six years old, I noticed there was a lot of thuds going on in the house and I'd hear whispers at night. <laughs> I couldn't really hear the whispers because I'm a little hard of hearing. But, you know, it's something that I can definitely hear. I can hear the sh- Yeah, so you couldn't make out the words, but just hear the sounds of someone whispering. Mm -hmm. And all of it was above my room where you'd hear the thudding. We did have an attic. It was an unfinished attic, but we did have flooring in there. Mm -hmm. But most of it was um, insulation. Okay. But we, you know, would go up there to check and see if there was like a squirrel that had gotten in. Yeah. Or just something weird. You never know. And nothing was in there. So we're just like, okay, it's an old house. It creaks. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like creaking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thudding and creaks are very distinctly different <laughs> yeah. sounds. So, um, again, I'd hear these a lot. And I'd go to my parents' room and be like, Mom, Dad, there's something in my room. Please come check it out. Because you're a five-year-old. You think, there's the boogeyman under my bed. Mm-hmm. The boogeyman's in my closet. You know, something weird like that. I had them check it. Nothing was there. So from a uh, small age, I would go in. And, like, try and sleep with my parents at night. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, I grew out of that stage, and I kind of just was, like, got used to it. Um, and then as I got older, I'm, I would wake up in the middle of the night, 3, 4 o'clock, 2 a.m., you name it. It's kind of like, you know, that hour, you're just like, what's going on? Yeah. Wow. And, I mean, it could maybe not be a coincidence that you're waking up between the hours of 2 and 4. Yeah. I mean, 3 o'clock, the witching hour, who mm-hmm. knows? So uh, during this time, I would wake up and I would go out into our living room. Our living room was pretty decent sized, and we had a um, a curtain right behind the couch that would. One time, I was out watching TV and it was Adult Swim, and the curtain had levitated up. It was just hovering over the couch. And it's hovering at like. A 90-degree angle? At a 180-degree from the curtain rod. Oh, my gosh. It was just levitating there. Wow. We did have a small air vent back there, but it did not have the amount of power to force it all the way up. That'd have to be very powerful. (laughs) It scared the ever-living crap out of me. So I went ran to my mom's room. I was like, Mom, 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 come in the bathroom. Not the bathroom. The living room. (laughs) (laughs) They come out. What is it? It's laying over the couch. It's not back behind it, so obviously something moved it. Yeah. So Mom's well, like, just go to bed. Don't worry about it. And I'm just like, I'm not going to bed. No, I'm crazy. <laughs> so I basically stayed up that entire night. And it's just weird stuff happening. Uh, again, the thuds and whispers continued, so I'd continue to wake up here and there. Mm-hmm. Another time, my mom actually had an experience. I was about 14, 15 years old. I was, it was Halloween night. I was about to go trick-or-treating with my friends, and we were outside taking pictures and that kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. things that tweens do. Of course. <laughs> and my mom was in the kitchen, um, walkway to, like, the kitchen in our living room, and she saw a black cloaked figure in our back porch. And do you have any idea of how tall it was? She says six feet. I mean, that's pretty tall. Because that's about as tall as our sliding glass door was. Okay. So she saw that she was freaked out. She's like, holy shit. She told her husband, my dad. Of course, my dad doesn't believe that kind of stuff. So he's mm-hmm. like, it's nothing. It's probably a kid. Since it's Halloween, you're just thinking people are playing, playing pranks. Yeah. And our thing is, we could have heard if someone had gotten over our fence unless you, because when you unlocked it, it's a metal chain link fence. It makes noise. It rattles. Mm-hmm. So we would have heard something and we would have heard footsteps getting on top of our back deck. My mom didn't hear any of that. She just saw the figure. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she turned, looked back, it was gone. 
That's so creepy. That was, oh my god. It was weird. So that was fun. <laughs> and then I had another experience not long after that where I was we had just gotten a new couch. We had an old sectional that was old duct tape, you name it, there was cigarette burns on it and everything. <laughs> we had finally decided to upgrade. So we had gotten the new couches that have a vibrating massager in them. Very cool. And one night I'd woken up, you know, 2, 3 a.m. Um, to go watch TV to, you know, trying to help myself fall back asleep. And the couch starts vibrating. Now, this, it does have a remote control where you slide it into the pocket of the side of the couch. Mm-hmm. So it could easily would have been left on if my dad or my mom had used it before. So I went and checked both of them, made sure they were turned off. They were both turned off and it was still kind of vibrating. I was like, what the heck's going on? So I got off the couch. I went to my dad so he could check, like, see if there was something wrong with the power outlet. Yeah. Just anything wrong. He's like, nothing's wrong. And I'm just, and by the time my dad had come out, it had stopped. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here just like, I think it was vibrating. That's creepy. Yeah, that's really weird. So, of course, by the time he comes back, it stopped. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, come on. Yeah. Uh, not long after this, um, my grandfather had passed away. Mm-hmm. Now, he um, had had se- uh, several falls before um, where I had dreamed that he had had these falls and accidents. Before it happened. Before it happened. Okay. Uh, which was weird. And I did have this right before he passed away of the EMS and the fire trucks at his house. Um, so this was our initial kind of, we got to start moving to my Gigi's house. So then we start renovations at our old house. Mm. And that's what really pissed it off. Definitely. And that's a common thing. Mm-hmm. Anytime people start to do re- renovations... It really upsets whatever is in the house. Mm-hmm. Any kind of change, they're not here for it. Oh, yeah. And, of course, it's all the new high-tech stuff, so uh, sometimes people will be like, oh, it's like the Alexa smart home. It wasn't that advanced, but it was definitely new and something like if you touched it very slightly, it would do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I was moved out first uh, since all of my stuff was kind of already in boxes since I was very organized. I was already moved over to my Gigi's house, and we were trying to fix up the house and everything. We were doing painting, uh, ripping up the carpet. Once we ripped up the carpet, because that's what first came up, because it was so old, Mm -hmm. that's when we really pissed it off. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it was, it did not like that. The thuds got more occasional. My dad's like, oh, it's an old house. Of course, you know, he's not going to believe this thing. I'm just like, oh, my God. (laughs) This man... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I was usually helping them with these renovations while my mom and brother were kind of moving stuff in and out of the house. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we stay really late at the house, you know, finishing up painting any loose ends. And when we were uh, painting the house and doing like spackling to pat, uh, patch up some of the holes we created over the 15 years we lived there, um, again, thuds, thuds were happening. And my dad's like, it's just creaks. I'm like, this is not creaks, dad. So your dad is super adamant about it. He is super adamant. He's like, it's the foundation settling. And I'm like, Dad, we had the inspectors come. They said it was fine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then once we finished that area, we were moving on to the kitchen. And that's where the biggest renovation job was done. Mm-hmm. We had all the linoleum ripped up. They had to redo some of the flooring because there was a, a, like a flood or something that happened prior to us moving in that we didn't even know about. So mm-hmm. there was a little bit of mold. And that kind of thing. So they're fixing everything. We had the Lowe's people come in and do it. It wasn't us because we were just like, let's just have them do it because why not? 
So we had gotten new appliances. We originally had the very old white appliances, you know, the fridge freezer combo and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's the older stuff. It takes a little bit harder to, you know, turn it on and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This new stuff is very um, light to the touch. Yeah, stainless steel. Mm-hmm. So once we got our new fridge, um, you know, it's one of the ones that you can get water and ice out of. Mm-hmm. So once we did that, uh, one night my dad and I were finishing up and we were going into the kitchen and the water starts running from the fridge. Okay, and no one's pushing it. No one is pushing it. I just noticed that it was all dripping down. I'm like, Dad, that doesn't look right. And he went, uh, he pulled the fridge out and that kind of thing, checked the back of it. The water line was all secure and that kind of thing. He's like, I don't know what's going on. And when he pulled it back, that's when it stopped. Okay. Which was weird. I mean, it's nice that he was able to see it this time. Yeah. He was like, I don't know, it's a new thing. I'm like, Dad, new stuff doesn't usually do this. Yeah, no. (laughs) This doesn't happen on a regular. So, again, it's one of the nights we're staying back late again. We were probably getting stuff out of the shed, and we were coming back inside, and this time all the uh, stove burners were on, which was weird. Yeah, that is strange. Those still have knobs where you have to push it and turn it. None of the knobs were turned on or anything like that. They were just hot, and I was like, that's really weird. Because none of them are, I'm just like, that's, nope, nope, nope. My dad saw that too, and he pulled out the uh, stove and oven. He's like, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm like, do you see what I'm talking about here? Something weird is in this house, and it's turning shit on. Yeah, that's really strange. And also, like, an indicator that it's getting stronger, Mm -hmm. that it can, like, manipulate physical things. Yeah, without even, like, really turning it on. Exactly. I'm just like. Um, so by this time we had, uh, finished moving all of our stuff out Mm -hmm. and we were put, my dad wanted to put the house up for rent because eventually he did want to come back to that house. Uh, we had our first renters come in, um, within a week they had moved out. Did they say why? (laughs) I could tell the, uh, wife was definitely very shaken up, shaken up. Uh, she was very paranoid and that kind of thing. Husband is kind of the same case with my dad. He didn't see anything, but he's like, we might as well go ahead and move. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it didn't really work out. Mike's like, it sure didn't work out, that's for sure. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, my God. I mean, that's just, like, further proof that it's not just you guys. Mm-hmm. Other people move in and have similar experiences. Mm-hmm. So once they we put it back on the market, my dad's like, okay. Houses like this are also uh, going really fast in Holly Springs because it's, um, it's like the new, if you've ever heard of Apex, it's the best place to live in North America and that kind of thing. So people are, it's right near Apex, Holly Springs is right there too. Okay. So there was a new family coming in, but, um, these were pagan people who wanted to buy the house. I could tell that they were kind of pagan, they kind of had that, you know, witchcraft, hippie kind of view. <laughs> and they were like, ooh, we like this house. And I'm like... <laughs> Unless you got like some stage burning and like yeah, you plan like to the perfect place banish for this, go ahead. It's not our problem anymore. But um, we do think that once we left, it might have followed uh, because when we had moved, um, I again obviously was the first one that had moved back into my Gigi's house, mm-hmm. and this was right after my grandfather died, and we had our uh, dog with us. Um, 
my dog Max, he was a little bit older and that kind of thing, but he was still pretty good with his senses and that kind of thing. And one time I had heard a thud in the bonus room, which is where he passed away. Okay. And we knew that room was cleaned. This is where your grandfather passed away. Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically you go, once you enter the house, you go up the stairs to the right, there's the master bedroom, and then added on to the master bedroom is the bonus room. Um, so of course me, I was like, I better go check that out, even though I really probably shouldn't. <laughs> my dad, uh, my, not my dad, my dog I could tell was already tense and he actually followed me up the stairs, which he normally tries to avoid stairs because he has some hip problems and mm-hmm. that kind of thing and cancer in his paw. So he followed me up there and he was growling at the door from the bonus room. I'm just like, I really shouldn't go in there, but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh my gosh. I opened the door and the desk that my grandfather was always at was pushed over on its side. It wasn't upside down, but on its side, so definitely something had pushed it, because it was flushed against the wall. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that's weird. I pushed the desk back up, and I left the room. Um, from then, it was pretty quiet at that house. I didn't hear whispers or thuds anymore, which was good. Uh, but there was, we definitely thought there was something in the bonus room, because not long after my dog passed away, we had gotten a new dog. Two new dogs. Uh, Cinnamon and Xena. Cinnamon was a lot more sensitive I would say to supernatural or paranormal things because whenever she was in that room in the master bedroom she was very protective of everybody in there and she would stare at the bonus room door all the time okay and sometimes in the middle of the night she'd be growling and barking at it would be like what's wrong what's wrong and we're looking in there we don't see anything yeah and animals and kids always indicators of something going on mm-hmm. so we're I think, still this day, it still happens. She'll, like, growl at it and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the other dog, she's, she's not too bright, sadly. <laughs> so she's not very... She doesn't really have that sixth sense that most animals do. Mm-hmm. She's kind of dumb, sadly to say. But um, she's very sensitive to what's going on in the house. And she's, like, a protector. She likes to protect her family. That's mm-hmm. for sure. So if there's anything, she will let you know. She will start growling and baring her teeth and that kind of thing. Okay. She's definitely territorial, too. Yeah. So, I I don't know if, since I've left home, if that's still going on or not. Because I wasn't sure if it was attached to me, or my mom, or if it was attached to the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you really can never know exactly mm-hmm. until you, I mean, have you had any experiences since you left? Since I've moved to Greensboro, I have had no experiences. But when I did go back home... To my Gigi's house for winter break, I, she still was growling at the door to the bonus room. I'm like, okay, we're gonna take you into the other room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think that's something it followed, possibly. Yeah. Uh, or it could be my grandfather's ghost. I don't know. It could be, but I would be surprised if it was benev- if it was benevolent. Yeah, but the thing is, my grandfather was very he was a very kind person. He loved us very much. Yeah. Uh, my mom thinks he's watching over it, maybe. Uh, but we're not sure if something from that house came with us. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not as strong as it was before. That's good. Mm-hmm. But we also did do renovations at my Gigi's house before we moved in. But again, it's not attached to my Gigi's house, so I don't think it had much of an issue. Okay. So we'll see how it goes from now. <laughs> yeah, give us an update for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, did you have any other stories you wanted to share? I forgot about my bird. My bird story, Sweet oh, Pea. yeah. So, this is a good one. I'm excited. <laughs> when I lived at my old house before I moved, I was about eight or nine years old. I had gotten a bird. Her name was Sweet Pea. She was a lovebird. She was the coolest bird I had ever had. Uh, and one night, 
Uh, my mom was up late watching TV. I was asleep in my room, and the birds were in the kitchen. And a thud had come from the kitchen, or some kind of noise. My mom went to go check it out, and my bird had was sh- straight in the middle of her cage, dead, which was weird because she we had only had her for three months. Mm-hmm. She had no health problems. She was fairly like she was just born not too long ago. Yeah. So we're just like she's in perfect health. What's going on? So she had passed away. My other bird, she was kind of, she really didn't care what was going on. She was pretty oblivious. And it was just weird because my mom's like, maybe she had a night terror or something scared her. And I'm like, did you hear a noise that night? She's like, yeah, I heard a thud. And I'm like, you didn't think to, you know, really investigate that all the way through? Because now I got a dead bird now. Yeah, so there was a thud, and then your mom goes to check it out, mm-hmm. and she finds the bird dead. Yeah. Okay. And, of course, I came in the next morning. I'm like, where's my bird? And parents are like, oh, she uh, has passed on. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And now she's also buried in the backyard still. <laughs> but um, I don't think her ghost haunts the house. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it would be nice if it, it did. Be cute, <laughs> she was so sweet. She was the cutest, sweetest. She'd give you little kisses on your nose oh, and that kind of cute. thing. Um, but yeah, that's all I really have. That house is still, I mean, the people who live there still own it. It's up on realtor.com and you can see where we had listed it back in 2015 mm-hmm. and where it was, there was a time where we had rented it out and then finally sold it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did have a couple questions for you. So do you yes. believe in like aliens or cryptids, like Bigfoot and stuff like that? A little bit. Um, there's some... Aliens, I'm a little bit skeptical about just because I haven't had much other than conspiracy stories and that kind of thing, like in Nevada where they had the lights in a triangle formation. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Which was weird, and also just the fact of um, my grandfather being part of uh, the military. He was in the Air Force, and he was in Nevada, and, you know, supposedly that's where Area 51 is, and mm-hmm. he kind of alludes to you some things that you're really not supposed to tell people when you're in the military, like, I'm not going to tell you if there's an Area 51. Wink, wink, nod, <laughs> nod. And I'm like, is it a yes or a no? But usually that means it's a yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that because I would think something would have gotten out by now. I don't know. I don't know. But the thing is, I don't know, like, what kind of intellectual level aliens are. So they could be just sitting there in a the cage doing nothing. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, all we can really do is speculate, Mm -hmm. but also, what about, like, so ghosts and spirits are totally on board. Ghosts and spirits, I am totally on board with. I know those are real. Gotcha. For sure. Feel the same way. (laughs) (laughs) That's something I also don't want to mess with unless it's a friendly ghost. Me neither. Even if it's a friendly ghost, I'm going to be skeptical. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But I'm not going to be as worried, like, unless it's turning on my burners and water's running from my fridge which was weird, and whispering in my ear at night. Yeah, that's creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a good one. Uh, stay spooky. Bye-bye.